A new peric at the top of the uh, DAF, uh, DAF 130, Kuflamid. Uh, we are starting a peric all about Miller uh, and uh, some of the issues around that. Uh, much longer peric than we've had, had of recent. There uh, have been about two and a half pay, uh, DAPIM each. He has a, quite a much uh, longer peric. I think it's about seven or eight DAF. Uh, anyway, we start. Rebeliezer or May? Rebeliezer says, Imluhevi, Klima Erev Shabbat, Mevi Shabbat Mugule. Vizkana Masukayo al P. Adim. We had mentioned a, uh, having a Brit Milah on Shabbat at, uh, towards the end of the previous passage, uh, towards the end of the, uh, in yesterday's daf, I think it was. And, and so uh, we carry on on that vein and we say, uh, in terms of having a Brit on Shabbat, obviously, uh, if the baby is born on Shabbat and it's a natural birth, uh, you have the Brit Milah uh, the following Shabbat. So the, the, the Brit Milah overrides Shabbat. The question is, how much uh, does it override Shabbat? Uh, Rebeliez has got an incredibly expansive uh, view of how much it overrides Shabbat. He says, if you forget to bring a knife uh, to cut the child on uh, on Erev Shabbat, uh, it's fine. he says you can walk with it uh, through the Rosh Tarabim on Shabbat uh, as long as it is uncovered, uh, because then people will see uh, that you are bringing a, uh, a knife for the Brit Milah. Uh, however, when there is danger and uh, you'd be forbidden from doing a Brit Milah, uh, it says, what do you have to do? Uh, uh, you have to cover it up uh, because of the, 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 the danger involved in carrying it uh, out, uh, you know, out, uh, showing outwards. Uh, you could get in trouble for, for doing a Brit Milah. Obviously, the times of Shmad, uh, of destruction, where they uh, said any Jew caught doing any mitzvahs will be put to death. So uh, we see in this case, you, you, you'd be able to hide it. However, uh, in terms of that, what you have to do uh, is covering, cover the knife, uh, but also in front of witnesses. Uh, you have to see, they have to see you uh, doing it, so they know that they, they, they can't suspect you of uh, of carrying out on Shabbat and. Um, as a result, there's what's known as chashada. Uh, you, you, are, you are worried that uh, this person has done something wrong. So they'll suspect you of doing something wrong, but here you'll have two witnesses. Vod, Amma Rebi Elazar, Eli sorry, Rebi Eliezer says, it says, Kortin Eitzim, Lasot Pekamim, Lasot Klivazel. He says, in terms of that, you can even cut down trees. So that's how far he goes. You can cut down trees in order to burn up. That will make charcoal, uh, and that that charcoal will be in turn used uh, to make iron tools, clay bazel, uh, these iron tools uh, for, for the knife. So he, he says it's a, it's, a, it's a very dramatically uh, like big expansion. He says that you can even uh, do things which in theory uh, could have been done before Shabbat. However, uh, this is limited uh, a lot now by uh, Rabbi Akiva, as we're going to see. However, Klal Amar Rabbi Akiva, uh, Rabbi Akiva says, who obviously the halacha is, that is how we hold. Uh, he says, any um, work item of, of malacha uh, that, you, uh, of, that you could do before Shabbat uh, and that, that you that was able to do before Shabbat, uh, it says, uh, uh, does not override Shabbat. So it would be perfectly possible to have uh, cut down a tree 
uh, way before before uh, there was any prohibition against that uh, and and and, fa- and fashioned this knife. Uh, also, again, way before there was any uh, prohibition against doing that on Shabbat, and therefore uh, you can't leave it until Shabbat. Really, that that's his uh, um, that's Rabbi Akiva's counter view to Rabbi Leizer. Rabbi Leizer says all the, the preparations that you need to do can be done on Shabbat. Uh, uh, Rabbi Akiva says no. If you could have done it before Shabbat, then you have to have done it. Uh, before Shabbat uh, and, uh, and that's it however um, so that's what he says Shabbat. if you could have done it on Erev Shabbat uh, without it impacting uh, the Shabbat, then it won't push aside Shabbat however in terms of uh, this Mila, or there's a question whether we actually uh, include this word Mila. Anything that uh, w- was uh, as part of the, uh, the Mila that was uh, uh, couldn't have been done on Erev Shabbat, only has to be done uh, this Shabbat as well, Docha uh, Eta Shabbat, that will push aside Shabbat. Okay, the Gemara picks up, sorry, they asked the following question, time to Rebeliezer, Mishum Kububay Mitzvah, or Dilma Mishum Chashara. We had raised this uh, before in terms of, uh, what, what is Rebeliezer's concern? Uh, that is because he loves the mitzvah. That's why you have to keep the knife out to show people and to demonstrate and to, to be proud of the fact that you're going to do a brit milah. Uh, that could be the one way of why you have to leave the knife out. Or alternatively, if people see you walking uh, with something bulging out of your pocket, they'll suspect you of carrying. So what you have to do uh, is um, you have to show it outright that you are carrying this thing, but in conformance with uh, what uh, the rabbis say you can do. Okay, so the, the question is, what's the, what's the difference uh, between these two things? Everyone says that you have to leave it out. Both these opinions would say that. Uh, so what is the practical difference? The question is where you have, uh, have to have to cover it uh, in times of danger, but <laughs> you have uh, cover, you you did that in front of uh, witnesses. If you say it's because uh, it's, uh, you love the mitzvah very much, in uh, What we say is that uh, if it's if it's revealed, well then uh, you are showing the love of the mitzvah. But if it's covered, you're not showing love for the mitzvah. However, if you say the reason is uh, because you want to be, uh, is you don't want uh, to be suspected of carrying on Shabbat for no reason. uh, Then even if it's covered, uh, you you it's actually fine because of the fact uh, that you've already told the witnesses beforehand uh, in terms of uh, that shapidami. So. So which way uh, do we hold an itma? So we prove as follows. Amrav Levi, Rav Levi says as follows. Lo amata mitzvah. He says it's only done to show the the love of the mitzvah that you carry it uh, outside. Tani namihachi also learned in Abrata mevior megule. If you carry it covered, vein mevior mechuse, and you don't carry it uncovered, divrei rebiliezer. That's what rebiliezer said. You have to bring it uncovered, and you don't carry it covered. Uh, in terms of uh, yeah, th- th- that's Rebbe Leizer's view. Amar Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi is Manita Namidaika, and our Mishnah, if you read it carefully, uh, would also support this contention. Dikatani, because it says Vishat Hasakana Al Only in the time of danger uh, would you cover it uh, and, and tell witnesses about it that you're covering it. It says Basakana in only when it's dangerous. Yes, Shalom Basakana law. So without a time of danger, uh, then you wouldn't. You would 
carry it open. We see that it is only because of the uh, enjoyment, the love of the mitzvah, that you would uh, you, you you always would carry it outside. All right, Tanya Irach we learned in a brata. Exactly what Rabbi Leizer said. You have to bring it open uh, and not covered. Rabbi Yehuda, Mishum Rabbi Leizer, Rabbi Shuba Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Leizer. No, again, how you b'shatas kana shiu mavin mechuse al piadim. In a time of danger, says Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Rabbi Leizer would agree though that uh, you would bring it covered, but only you would on after telling Adim about it. All right, so all of these brats is essentially supporting uh, the fact that uh, you should bring it uncovered. Ibalu, so we asked uh, as follows, Adim de Kamar, these Adim that uh, we uh, talked about, it says in front of Adim, you says you have to bring it in front of the witness, Kamar, Iu v'chad or Dilma hu v'tray. Does it have to be in front of two Adim as if you're giving testimony in front of uh, uh, two people, uh, or I suppose that you know two people are witnessing it, so they themselves can be Adim, or maybe it's just him and another person. So the Gemara asks about that, uh, or answers. It says Tashma Besakana Mavio Al Pi Adim. It says you have to. The, the Mishnah said uh, when it is dangerous, you you uh, cover it in front of witnesses. Yamata Bishlama Hu Vitrei Shapu. This makes sense if it's you and two other witnesses. That makes sense. Ella Yamata Hu Vichad. Mavi my Adim. If it's you and one other person, uh, why is it talking about Adim? There's no Adim plural over there. There's one Aid maybe maximum, but there's not two Adim. Uh, so it's just surely it's just uh, you know Hoover Aid uh, maybe. It says my Adim, so it says plural. Surely that means uh, you know. Uh, to aid him. Gemara says, no, not necessarily. Uh, really, it's, it's not here to teach you about um, anything else uh, in terms of, uh, of Eidot. Uh, Rashi mentions uh, over here, he says, you know, there, there's no Nisuin uh, over here or anything like that going on. Really, uh, he says there, there's no, uh, um, you know, that's... Uh, uh, well, he doesn't really say uh, Nesuim. He says, uh, uh, you know, there, there's no need for Edut uh, uh, to be here. There's no formal Edut uh, process taking part here. Yeah? Uh, really what this is, is just that, that these people are fit to be Edim in another place. Uh, and therefore, that, that's what it is talking uh, about here. So th- this person uh, that uh, and, and, and his friend uh, could be Edim in another area of Halakha. All right, of odd, I'm a and Rebeliezer says, now we get on to a, uh, this fairly contentious part of what Rebeliezer said, is that anything overrides uh, Shabbat, uh, even uh, the most distant preparations. Tan uh, and now we're talking about this, Mokomosh, Rebeliezer, Hayu, Kortin, Eitzim, Velasot, Pachamim, Lasot, Brazel, Shabbat. So they, they would cut down trees, they would uh, burn the trees, make charcoal, and then... Uh, you know, forge these iron tools, and they they will use those those uh, iron tools uh, the, as the as the knife on Shabbat. So really, it it goes all the way back to something that, that you, you could easily have done uh, way before Shabbat. But uh, they felt that uh, you know, since they actually in 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 uh, his uh, locale, uh, they they would actually do this on purpose to show how much uh, the mitzvah meant to them. So they said this is actually part of the mitzvah to uh, break Shabbat to show. 
uh, it's so important that uh, Brit Milah overrides Shabbat. Uh, they would do everything. Once we uh, saying that it overrides Shabbat, we say even all the preparations as well. All right, a similar kind of concept, but a different uh, application. Mokumosha Rabbi Yossi Galili in Rabbi Yossi Galili's neighborhood, um, in his place, so you Ochlin Basar of Bechalav. They would have chicken and milk uh, together. They would have uh, like a chicken and cheeseburger, no problem. That's, uh, th- they would be happy uh, with that. Okay, because uh, as we're going to see momentarily, uh, the, the idea is, is that uh, he felt uh, it's only basar and chalav, and he said chicken was not basar. Okay, as, as we see now, Levi Ikla Levi Yosef. Levi comes to Yosef Rishba, to the house of Yosef. The hunter. Karivu lay Raisha de Tavasa Bechalava. They served him the head of a peacock. Uh, this Tavsa is a peacock uh, in, in milk. Okay, Aloacha, uh, he uh, refused to eat it. Obviously, he felt uh, that this was a, a, a mixture of meat and milk, which obviously we hold today uh, that uh, chicken and milk is, uh, is, um, is uh, you know, not allowed the same as meat and milk. Uh, it says, um, and, uh, and so he refused to eat it. This is obviously before uh, the prohibition of, uh, of, of, of chicken and milk became a, uh, uh, enforced. And we say that, uh, so therefore, you know, People, these people uh, were doing it so that you know they they were able uh, to, to to follow this this rabbi as we're going to see Rabbi Yossi Hagalili. So he comes in front of him. Did this guy uh, Levi refuse to eat it? Kiata the Rebbe Amalei. So he told uh, you know he comes in front of Rebbe Rabbi Huda Nasi and he says to him, listen, uh, you know that, that's uh, and Rabbi Huda Nasi said to him, Am I law tishamtinu? You know, put him in chayrim. Uh, you know, you should have excommunicated. Uh, them, you know, it's not just that you yourself shouldn't have eaten and politely declined uh, the the chicken and uh, the this uh, peacock and milk dish. Uh, it says you should have put them in excommunication. They they can't do that. That's milk and meat. That's uh, fragrantly uh, disobeying the law. He says that was Rabbi Huda Ben Betera's uh, uh, area. Okay, that was his uh, place where where he lived. Uh, it says and maybe they hold like Rabbi Yossi Hagalili, who is, allows uh, uh, poultry and milk. Okay, did none, as we learned in a Mishnah, this Mishnah is in Chulin, Rabbi Yossi Hagalili Omer, Neymar, lo tochlu, kol nevela, you're not allowed to eat any nevela, for Neymar, lo tavashel, gadi bechalei vimo, you're not allowed to uh, eat, cook a kid in its mother's milk. Uh, it says um, th- that is not allowed in terms of uh, eating, uh, uh, you know, this this animal uh, and, and, and and boiling it. In, in, it says uh, that you're not allowed to eat it if it's a nevela. Uh, you're not allowed to eat it uh, meat cooked in milk. So that that talks about cooking something in its mother's milk. Uh, of uh, the the. Uh, 
Birds are asur because of nevela. If a bird dies without proper shkita, that is defined as nevela. Yachol, asur You might think that it is also forbidden to cook in milk. Talmud Lomar, It says, it's mother's milk. Okay, yatsa'of, she'ain bo chalev aim. As opposed to a bird, uh, which says uh, there's no mother's milk from a bird. Obviously, birds come from eggs. There's no mother's milk in terms of the bird. And therefore, Rabbi Yosei says it therefore only applies uh, to animals that give birth and then feed their young milk uh, for example cows and the like and that, that is defined as basar uh, and that's uh, and when he's talking about uh, basar and chalav uh, that is talking about those animals that uh, there is milk uh, as part of the um, the process and Rav Yitzchak says, I'm Rav Yitzchak, there was one city in Eretz They used to follow Rav Yitzchak, I do all these preparations on Shabbat. Uh, it says, They only died at their time. There was no one that died before their time. And moreover, the, the evil, evil empire that is generally referring to the Romans, um, made a decree against the Jewish people on the Midah, they, they disqualified Midah, and on that city, uh, they did not issue the decree. Okay, so so really what uh, what we see is that as a reward for their, uh, you know, the keeping uh, this mitzvah, exactly following their teacher, uh, they actually were rewarded in this mitzvah. So you might think that they, they were totally wrong and they should have been punished uh, for this kind of indiscretion. No, we see they're actually rewarded in terms of their, uh, you know, love for this mitzvah. Uh, and when we talk, once we're talking about love for a mitzvah, Tanya, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, any mitzvah that was accepted with joy by the Jewish people, Gugon Mila, like Mila, addictive, Sas Onuchia Amratecha, Komotzi Shalom Rav, David Hamelech says, I rejoice at your word, like I found a great spoil, and uh, that is talking about, uh, in other places we learn that this is talking about uh, the mitzvah of Mila, so it says, uh, They still uh, do it uh, with Simcha. Uh, the, the, it's always a very joyous occasion having a Brit Milah, uh, and therefore they still do it with Simcha, simcha uh, with joy. Uh, Any time where uh, they accepted it uh, begrudgingly uh, and uh, they were upset about Kagon, uh, Arayot, like uh, the incestuous uh, and forbidden relations. Uh, it says that when Moshe, this is talking about uh, the um uh, the, the people uh, cried and crying in their tents. They they were complaining uh, and stuff, and then they were crying in their tents. Uh, in, you know, as each each family, uh, crying about their families. about issues regarding their uh, families. I.e., uh, uh, they 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 were you know they used to be allowed to marry uh, family members. Now, uh, as after the giving of the Torah, uh, those were forbidden from them. They were upset about that. Still, uh, marriages, uh, the, even today, uh, are with uh, um, uh, you know fights and disagreements. There is no kutuba uh, without a fight uh, and, uh, and and people disagreeing uh, about it beforehand. In other words, uh, weddings uh, are always a stressful 
time period and uh, and therefore uh, there, there's always a fight between different people okay and that's because the Jews never accepted it with um, uh, thing you know, with with a you know joyously as opposed to Brit Milah which it did accept joyously Avram Avinu uh, embraced it and as a result uh, the, his descendants embrace it today a uh, similar uh, kind of concept Tanya Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer Kol Mitzvah She Masru Yisrael Atman Adayim Limita B'Shat Gazer Tamalchut Any time that the Jews gave up their life, they sacrificed their, their lives for it uh, at the time of uh, the evil decree, the Roman decrees against keeping uh, mitzvot. It says Kagon Avodazor Vemila. For example, like idolatry, the Jews would rather give up their lives than serve idols uh, and and Mila as well, that seems that they were very strict about Mila. Uh, it still is very tightly held in their hands. Okay, so Jews don't uh, serve idols and Jews don't, you know, obviously still keep uh, the Brit Mila. However, uh, any time where the Jews didn't sacrifice their lives at the time when the Romans told them that they weren't uh, allowed to perform its foot, they did not go that extra mile. Uh, it says, uh, that is like tefillin. It says, it is weak uh, in our hands. So you see, we, we're not uh, that fastidious about uh, these, these, these mitzvot. And, uh, and therefore they are weaker correspondingly in our hands. So how do we know? As Ravyana said, uh, We had this story as well, actually on Daf 49. Um, it says, it's feeling like the, the story of you need a clean body. It says like um, Elisha, the master of the wings. Okay, what is it talking about? Mahi uh, He never uh, passed wind in them. Rava Amar Shalom you're not allowed to sleep in them, uh, and uh, and in, in Tefillin also because you might pass wind. Uh, and uh, we're going to see that uh, uh, a miracle was performed for him. Vakata of Amai Karelai Elisha Balabala Kanafaim. Why do they call him this uh, master of the wings? Shapai Machai Dekazru Malchut Tarasha Gazara Israel. The wicked kingdom passed a decree against the Jewish people. Shall Shikol Hamenyach Tefillin. I'll assure anyone who puts Tefillin on his head, Yikru Et Machor, they would split his head. Uh, and and uh, and therefore, so it's very dangerous. They totally forbade it. High time. Elisha put on these tefillin and he went out to the marketplace. Vera Kazdor, this this official, this Roman official, they saw him. Verat Minafanav, he ran after him. Verat, Elisha ran away from him. Verat Zacharav, and uh, and uh, he's chasing after him. Going Shegia, let's go and. And uh, when he comes, uh, you know, next to him, Natla Merosh, he Rosho, he took them off his head, Vachazan Biado, and he held them in his hand. Amalu, my Biadecha, we are what's in your hand? Amalu, Kanfayona, with the wings of a dove. Pasha, it Yado, Veninsat Biado, Kanfayona. So uh, he opened his hand up, and it's, it, it came to be found that this was wings of a dove. So either there was just the wings of a dove uh, in his hands, uh, alternatively, uh, there was like a bird, a, a 
Kona, uh, the stav, and it flew out. That's why they called him Elisha, uh, the, the man of wings. In Mashna, Kanfa Yona, was specifically a dove and not uh, something, um, another uh, kind of um, uh, um, bird. Okay, what, what is the, the, the difference? Why Dafka a dove? And it says, Mishum, the Damia, Knesset Yisrael, Leona, because the Jewish people is compared to a dove. Shnima, Kanfayona, Nechpa, Bekesef, your wings shine like the wings of a dove covered with silver, Evroteha, Yerakrak, Karutz, and, you know, her, her feet with uh, yellow gold. And it says, Ma Yona, Zu, Kanafea, Maginotalea, the dove only has wings to protect it, Af Yisrael mitzvot maginot alehem. So too, the Jewish people only have uh, wings uh, that uh, protect them. Uh, the last Rashi on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the page uh, says, uh, you know, that uh, it's it kind of uh, the only thing that actually protects us is our, uh, our mitzvot. Uh, and that's, that's what we have. Um, and Tosfot uh, earlier on 49 says uh, the dove's wings uh, never stop. Uh, you know, it, uh, it, it never uh, even when we are flying, uh, the one wing rests and the other wing carries on stopping. So then we uh, carry on with our mitzvot. Uh, it carries on uh, with us uh, as, as well. Our mitzvot therefore protect us the whole time. Okay, so yeah, just from here we see that uh, it, it seems to be that he's singled out uh, because he's the one that actually went against uh, the Romans. Everyone else uh, seems to have just taken the Romans' uh, threats and, and not done anything against them, uh, whereas he actually went out and, and protected this Mitzvah So he only was uh, singled out uh, in terms of that. Everyone else uh, didn't do it. So he was the exception. Uh, everyone else uh, was... Uh, uh, much more, it was weak in their hands. All right, um, now discussing in terms, going back uh, to the um, uh, the discussion about carrying this knife out, I'm Rav Abba, Bar Rav Ada, I'm Rav Yitzchak, uh, the Rav Abba by Rav Ada uh, said that Rav Yitzhak said there was one time uh, where they were meant to take uh, give a bread to a, base, uh, to a baby on Shabbat and they didn't bring this Ismail, they didn't bring uh, the, the knife to give the baby a bris uh, on a Friday. And uh, they brought it on Shabbat. Uh, they brought on Shabbat uh, via roofs and courtyards. In other words, um, we're going to see uh, a discussion exactly what 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 these uh, uh, what these are. But from a st- uh, the, the the point of view of a, a house is obviously a rishuta yachid. The roof on top of a house is actually a rishuta yachid as well. Uh, and a courtyard, uh, in theory, is also a rishuta yachid uh, because uh, it is bounded by four walls. And uh, we see that. Uh, but the only issue is why the rabbis said you aren't allowed to carry inside a courtyard uh, is because it looks it, it has similarities of the public domain because it is not uh, belonging to an individual uh, and therefore one could get confused between a courtyard uh, the courtyard is much more public uh, than a house uh, it's not as public as a public domain and anyway it is enclosed on all four sides so uh, you, a courtyard is is more public than a private house but definitely more private than a public domain so uh, that's why 
why uh, the rabbis instituted what's known as uh, an Erev Chatserot, in order to, to merge uh, this Chatser into one big happy family, and then everyone can carry from the house into the courtyard and vice versa. But anyway, uh, they're brought it via these courtyards, which on a Dorata level are covered on all four sides. So that's how they, they managed to go through. They didn't carry it in the Rosh Tarabim, uh, they carried it via these different private domains uh, and or, or quasi-private domains. Uh, against the wishes uh, of Rebidezer. So uh, the Gemara just says, hold on one sec. Matkif la Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef actually says, what are you talking about that not according to the opinion of Rebidezer? Um, the opposite, Rebidezer who dashari. Rebidezer says, no, you're absolutely allowed. He was the one that says, you can mark straight through the Rishut HaRabim, uh, the public domain, uh, with this uh, with this knife. And if you say this goes against Rabbi no, what does it mean it went against his wishes? He said you could even carry it through the Rishut HaRabim, even through the public domain. Uh, it says, uh, So he was, was you know, how, how do you say uh, it goes against the, the, the you saying that he goes uh, like the Rabbis? Uh, it says, the Asher, um, uh, maybe the rabbis would say you can't carry it through the public domain but you can carry it in a roundabout way uh, you know in terms of the roof uh, a courtyard and then a carpath is also like a, a, a big area which has just got a um Kind of walls around it, a carpath. So you may, maybe that's the, what the rabbis hold. But that is not. Uh, allowed, even the, the rabbis wouldn't allow that. Vatanya kashem she'ain mavinato derech rishadrabim. The rabbis have a statement. It says the same way you know can't bring this via the public domain. Kach ein mavinato lo derech gagot v'lo derech kapayfut v'lo derech chaterot. You can't carry it in any of these quasi uh, private domains either. Uh, the, you know even the roofs from one thing to another, or or, or this carpath or a courtyard. Any of these things uh, you're not allowed to carry this uh, knife through. So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem to be going like anyone. Uh, okay, it doesn't go like Rebbe Leezer because he said even Rosh Tarabim, it doesn't go like the rabbis because they wouldn't allow you to carry in those quasi-private areas. So who in fact does it go like? Uh, and uh, and therefore, Ela Amr Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi uh, changes the, the, state, the statement of the, uh, uh, the, the, what it said before, Shalom Breton, Rebbe Leezer, Right, it goes against both Rebbeliezer and uh, the people who dispute him. Okay, and in other words, the, the rabbis it, it follows neither Rebbeliezer nor the rabbis. Ella Britson Rebbe Shimon. It follows Rebbe Shimon. Uh, a third opinion, a kind of middle opinion. Did none, as we learned in a Mishnah, uh, and this uh, this Mishnah uh, would be in uh, in Erevin, uh, you know, in terms of. Uh, uh, of of this because this is a very much an Aravind type of topic uh, and uh, he says as we learned in Mishnah Rabbi Shimon Omer Echad Gagot Vechad Kaprivot Vechad Katserot Kulan Rashut Echad Haim Lechaylim She Shavtu Betochan What Rabbi Shimon says sorry uh, these roofs these carpaths and a courtyard uh, they're all defined as one domain when it comes to things that are inside them on Shabbat uh, we'll explain that in a second Avlo Lechaylim She However, they are different when it comes to uh, uh, vessels that are in the house. What are we talking about here? 
as mentioned uh, when we started uh, this subsection, uh, we said that uh, you have a house which is definitely a public, a private domain. We have the courtyard, which on a derita level is a private domain. But the, the rabbi said uh, you can't carry uh, inside the courtyard um, because what you what you uh, because it, there is a uh, sorry you can't move it from a house to a, uh, a courtyard or from the courtyard into a house uh, because of the fact uh, that it looks uh, the courtyard is not a total private domain because you've got uh, it looks it looks more public uh, than anything and if you allow ca- carrying in a courtyard you may come to allow carrying in the public domain itself so the rabbis were were strict and they said actually what happens is that you're not meant to ca- carry in this uh, private domain even uh, in, in, in the courtyard which is uh, you know a, a quasi private domain unless as we said you have made an Arab so um, so what they did allow though uh, is uh, uh, carrying inside these courtyards uh, if you if for things that were in the courtyard so if you moved stuff from one courtyard uh, one part of the courtyard to another part of the courtyard that is perfectly permissible Permissible. But you're not allowed to move from the house to the courtyard or the courtyard to the house unless there is this air of chatzerot. That's what it means. Uh, it's uh, any vessel that's inside it was was inside the courtyard on Shabbat can be moved around there, no problem. On Shabbat, that is defined as one vessel, and you could move it from a courtyard to a roof uh, and uh, to a car puff. It says there's no problem uh, for you know they're all defined as the same kind of domain. Not as private as a house, but on the other hand, uh, very, not uh, public, uh, not very public either. So kind of uh, the, the, these things are all the same, and that's only if it was out there to start off with, uh, but not from uh, uh, without a without an air of uh, not from a house. Uh, if something is inside the house, well then it's forbidden to go inside the outside uh, to a courtyard, uh, uh, you know, on Shabbat, uh, because of the fact that uh, if you do allow that, then people will move it. From from one place to another, uh, and then you'll have ended up carrying stuff out a house. Uh, okay, all right. So this, as we see, is Rabbi Shimon's view. All right, carrying on uh, with this kind of discussion. By Menei Rav Rav Asi. Rav asked Rav Ashi, uh, Asi, sorry. Uh, it says, Mavoy. Uh, okay, now we have an alleyway. Okay, so we just think about this. We have a house. House, a lot of houses lead out into a courtyard. And a courtyard, uh, there are many courtyards. And all of those courtyards uh, are around what's known as an alleyway. Uh, this Mavoy. And all the courtyards lead out on the other side to this Mavoy. To this alleyway, and the alleyway. If you walk down the alleyway, then you eventually get to a Rishut Harabim. Okay. So similarly, a Mavoi Shalor and Shtatfu Bo. This what you meant to do. The same way is to join all the houses into one big happy area. You have to make an area of Chatserot. That is the houses leading out in the courtyard. You have to join uh, that courtyard and make it common to everyone. Uh, then you'll have an area of Chatserot. Uh, what happens in terms of this? You have a similar kind of concept. You have all these. Chatserot uh, leading out into uh, the, you know into, into one place, but then they lead all into an alleyway. So in order for this alleyway to be in one he- big happy family, you have to know do essentially like an area of Chatserot, but this is do- dealing with a mavoi. It's called a shituf mavout. Uh, these are all very much Arabian concepts, which is uh, not that far away, uh, around you know just about a month away. 
uh, less than a month away uh, and we're going to see all of these concepts in much more depth uh, but the same way in terms of a, a shit of, of a mavoi uh, it joins the mavoi together uh, and uh, like one big happy family and then you could carry out even into the mavoi okay provided that it had proper protection uh, on, 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 on the various sides that it's got and it's closed mavoi etc we're not going to get into the discussions now uh, okay but mavoi shalom nishtatfu bo what happens if a mavoi did not uh, join together with each other can you carry inside uh, the, the mavoi according to Rabbi Shimon on the one hand on the one hand we say surely this is like a chatzir uh, and we say it's like a courtyard we say in terms of a courtyard uh, even though there is no Eruv you are allowed to carry inside of it uh, because after all it is uh, covered surrounded on all four sides and you can carry inside of it Hainami same thing here we say the alleyway even though uh, you uh, you know didn't do a shit of Mavash you never joined it together uh, so that all the courtyards could carry in it what happens if there was an object inside the alleyway Erev Shabbat or as Shabbat came in uh, so therefore you could uh, walk around with it inside that Mavoy surely is that the same thing or Dilma, do we take the opposite view? Lord, as we said, uh, maybe it's only in a chater, in a in an area which has got four walls, a courtyard which is surrounded by four walls uh, that you can carry uh, high late line mechitzot. But an alleyway, for it to be called an alleyway, uh, because you know it's got to lead to somewhere. That's the alleyways lead places, so it's got to lead out into the Rishut uh, Harabim, and it has not got four walls. Okay, it's only got three. Uh, it says, uh, or we could look at it as follows as well, another way of conceptually differentiating between a chatzir and a mavoi. Uh, we say, inami chatzir itlai diorin. A chatzir has got people living near it. Uh, in other words, it's got residents. People come out of their houses into the chatzir. It's like the common area uh, that uh, they go into, no problem. However, hi, late labor However, an alleyway, uh, the people live in their houses, they go into the courtyard. From the courtyard, then eventually they'll go into the alleyways. But you can't say that the alleyway has residence. No, uh, only courtyards have residence because the residents come from their houses. So the courtyard could be said to have people that frequent it uh, the whole time, but it's not ne- necessarily uh, the, the, they might go another way, they might do something else, they might not all use the alleyway. Okay, uh, it says, He kept quiet. Rav Ashi was, uh, was, Rav Ashi was silent, he was, he was quiet, he didn't say anything. Okay, uh, it, it sounds like he didn't know what was going on, but we're going to change that in a second. Zimnin uh, uh, it says, Another time, uh, Rav Zara found Rav Ashi sitting and saying the following. Uh, that Rish Lakish uh, said that Rabbi Huda Nasi said the following. There was one time that they've got the, the Mila knife uh, on Friday afternoon, via view Shabbat, and they brought it on Shabbat. The rabbis were very upset about such behaviour. Hey, uh, you know, so you know, what do you, why do you say? Uh, you know, how did this? 
how, how can you do it? They said, how can you just discard the words of uh, the rabbis? They're going like Rebbe Liezer in this way. Uh, on the one hand, Shamuti, who uh, on the one hand, Rebbe Liezer was a Shamuti, i.e. followed by Shammai, and uh, we know that, uh, I think we had it um, in Brachot, uh, where it said uh, the words of compared to uh, Beit Shammai, uh, Beit Hillel's words, the words of Beit Shammai are nothing. So in other words, he's a Beit Shammai. It's just a Beit Shammai opinion, not the, the normative Beit Hillel opinion. So that's a Shamuti. There's another understanding that he was put in, uh, you know, Shamta. Uh, he was also excommunicated for the Tanur Shal Ochnai, uh, where he said the river should flow backwards and uh, the Batkal came out, etc. You know, the, all of that, that whole story. Uh, in terms of, uh, uh, he was, you know, they they excommunicated him uh, on that day after, you know, he, de- you know, he, there was a whole fallout, above uh, Matsya discussion. Anyway, uh, Shemutia, the On the one hand, we, he holds up by Shama, so we don't follow him. Avoid. And another reason, Yachid Rabim and Achid Rabim. And also, plus he's in a minority. He's an individual, and when we know it's majority rules in terms of it, so how could you even think uh, that uh, uh, you would would uh, uh, bring it on Shabbat. So the rabbis are very upset about this person, the, all these the, these people that uh, kind of abandoned the, the the rabbis' views, majority view, and plus an accepted view, and they went like Rebbeleza, a minority view uh, and a non-accepted uh, view, a view of, of Beit Shammai. So how could they do that? Uh, and it says, "I'm a Rabbi Yoshaya. Uh, he says, "Shalti et Rabbi Huda haGozer." I asked Rabbi Huda, the uh, the kata eye, the the person uh, the person that did the Brit Milah. I'm really my voice law, Nishtat law have what are we talking about here? Are we talking in an alleyway where the, that was didn't have a, a shituf on it, that wasn't joined together. And what happens is there was there's no shituf of Mavat we had a Raisha Lahai Raisha. They brought the the this this um the, the knife from one part of the alleyway uh, to that end uh, of the of the alleyway. So that's 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 what he said. That's why, you know, the, the, that's what they, they seem to have done. Lamar um, the, the, they maybe they just said it's like uh, that uh, the master holds mavoish lo nishlatvu mutalatal tabgalo. Is that really so that uh, a mavoi that it wasn't joined together? You would be allowed to to carry in it. I'm in. Yeah, that's uh, that is what I said. Um, uh, I asked you about it before, uh, you know, the story that we just had above, uh, we, you know, we, we, we asked him, he says, you know, like, like, uh, like, what is it, you know, which, which, what, what's the difference between an alleyway uh, and uh, this, um, uh, a normal courtyard and uh, asked you about it and you, you, you kind of were stumped uh, for the answer. Uh, so therefore, you know, how, how come you are, uh, ruling in it now. So he says uh, that, you know, so as Amalai in says, you know, I asked you before, Velo Amati Lehachi, I asked you before, Amalai, who is min in Bayer Minach, Velo Amati Lehachi, and I asked you before, and you never said anything to me. Deal Acha Shidfach, Rahit Lei Gemara. Maybe, uh, you, know, the, the, you know, all your learning uh, made you, uh, you know, you, 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 although you'd forgotten, but now you learned it, and now it is firm in your hands. Uh, the, 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 the teaching came back to your head. I'm in, uh, you know, that, that is correct. Uh, it says, Agav Shif, 
Shitfa Rihita Li Gemari. He says, uh, in the, the way I was learning, he says, my, uh, my knowledge came back to me. Okay, and I remembered what I had uh, heard before. All right, um, I think that we should actually uh, uh, leave it uh, there, and uh, because yeah, this this kind of more or less uh, begins uh, another another suga, and which will carry on into the next stuff. Uh, so everyone should have a great day.